Love me, love me, the way that you give me love. Now why you bothers, bothers, yeah. The way that you give me love, no why. The way that you give me love, the way that you show me love is the reason that I am with you today. And I'm bringing another episode of Talk Mart with Nessa to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Before we get started, there's something I want to let us know. So I've been doing mostly mental health Mondays and um, today... I think um, I've been thinking about it, not actually today. I decided that I want to be dropping some episodes on Thursdays for us. And we're going to be talking um, about relationships, love, and all things that has to do with the heart. Issues of the heart, basically. So it's going to be Talk a Spell with Nesta. How about that? So hopefully I got to keep up with that. And I'm so sorry in case I've not dropped anything in a while. Please bear with me. There's been a lot happening. But I promise that I will be back and much more better. Welcome and thank you for joining me on today's episode. Once again, you rock, you rock, you rock. And thank you so much. I'm grateful each time you take out time to come listen. You're the reason why this podcast is still ongoing. I love you guys. So what are we looking at in our very first episode of Talk a Spell? We'll be looking at um, karmic relationships. Yes. Let's listen to this. I'll be back. Okay, so before we continue on to say this song, credit goes to Duny featuring Oxlade and the title of the song is Overdose. Um, the song doesn't belong to me, so the song is for Duny and I love it and I decided, oh, why not start this episode with this beautiful, wonderful song? I hope you love it in case you're wondering. The title is Overdose by Duny. So like I stated, we'll be talking about karmic relationships. So what inspired today's um, topic actually? I will tell you all about it. Get ready, because there's a little bit of story to this one, and I know everyone loves a good story. <laughs> okay, so I said there's a little story that accompanies today's episode, and um, it was when I was um, going through Twitter, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday evening, and I came across Oloni's post. I don't know if most of you are followers of Oloni. She's um, known for posting random stuff like oh ladies text this to your man and see his reaction blah 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 and yesterday she asked the question she asked the ladies what the most um what the most wonderful thing is i want to rephrase it because i'm not getting the exact word that was used um but she said something um along the lines of um ladies what is the most beautiful thing that a man has done for you yeah I want to get it right. So she actually, okay, word for word, she was like, ladies, oh my God, what is happening? Okay, she said, ladies, what's the sweetest thing the guy you were romantically involved with has done for you? So the question was that. And um, there were so many people that came on to talk about what their men have done for them. And... It was so beautiful. If you know me, if you listen to my podcast, you know I love love. I'm a huge fan of love, beautiful love, sweet love. You know, all things love. I just love love. And I know you do too. Anyways, let's get back on course. So, lots of women or ladies 
started writing and then the thread went on and on and on and on about some of the most amazing things that men have done for their women and um for society where or generation where most of the men we have in this generation aren't doing so much they aren't bringing so much to the table it's like they're bringing the barest minimum i was so surprised and i was so shook like really somebody is doing this a man is actually doing this i was so stoked and i was so excited and happy for all of these women experiencing so much beautiful love so much sweet love we're so used to hearing so many bad relationships just and um relationship problems that sometimes we lose our hope in love and we start feeling like maybe there isn't love after all but with all of these things that I read on that thread, I discovered that there are so many men that are so intentional about building a beautiful relationship with their women and giving them the very best that they deserve because they know that these women deserve to be treated like queens, to be loved, to be respected. And they were so intentional about them. So, if you are wondering where that leads, well, it leads us to this point where I'm going to be talking about so many women or so many people who have been involved in sad relationships and they've encountered bad relationships and um, it's like all your experiences in love has always been bad negative nothing sweet nothing romantic it's like they are giving out so much love and they're not getting anything in return so if you're listening today and you can relate to this then comic relationships is going to open your eyes to the reasons why you've been involved in these kind of relationships that seem to lead nowhere it seems like you point out your best and then you're becoming so empty but your partner is not filling you up in any way so if you've ever experienced the bond that feels like a magnetic connection but with a turbulent twist you are not alone okay i've experienced it there's so many people out there that have experienced it as well and in case you're going through it i want you to first of all know that you are not alone that is a comic relationships and um, relationship i beg your pardon and comic relationships are filled with so much passion and so much pain that sometimes it leaves you confused because the the passion often overshadows your, it clouds your judgment. You, you don't really know how to, you know, get out because as much as you're feeling pain, there's this much passion that it leaves you confused whether to leave or to stay. So it's like you're stuck. Chemical relationships um, are relationships that are filled with all-consuming passion, but it is extremely difficult to maintain. And sometimes these relationships aren't meant to last so oftentimes when you discover that you're in a karmic relationship and it's a long one, it's because um, you keep going through the breakups and the makeup and you keep coming back and then eventually you start telling yourself that, oh, maybe we're meant to be, or maybe this is my soulmate, or what's that other word? Um, something flames. Something about flames, yeah? So while karmic relationships can have a negative connotation, it can also be viewed from the perspective of personal growth. There are opportunities for you to learn something about yourself that you never knew before, as well as the most significant life lessons in love. 
So to get a better idea of what a karmic relationship he, um, is and how it manifests and what you can do to walk away from one, stay with me and let's take it one at a time. So how does a karmic relationship actually manifest? There's a good chance that you'll be in the thick of it before you even realize that you're in a karmic relationship. Like I stated, you might be filled with so much passion that you don't even realize what the relationship is and where it is headed. It has its pattern of breakups and reunions. You know, but you break up, you make up, you make up, you break up so many times that you can even than you can even count. It's a relationship that both partners seem unable to resist and um it's like it grips both of you so tightly and despite the damage that has been done, despite the physical abuse, despite the emotional abuse, despite the gaslighting, the manipulations, you don't seem to be able to let go of each other and even though people around you are telling you, look, this isn't it, you have to stop this, this is toxic, you don't see it. And it's usually an instant connection in a karmic relationships, um, in a kind of karmic relationship, I don't know why I keep saying relationships, I beg your pardon. And for some inexplicable reasons, you feel like you're so drawn to this person that you cannot live without them. If you have issues or if you both are having a problem, you, you cry, you are so down, it's as if you're going to die. It's that bad. And then you start feeling like you're destined to be with this person and you don't understand why it is not working out. And when you don't understand why it's not working out, you feel the urge. The more you feel the urge to, you know, stay and make it work. Oh, I can fix it. I can fix it. Then you turn yourself to the fixer above the builder that continuously builds. <laughs> this makes it very difficult to see your partner's flaws. Moreover, a karmic relationship isn't exclusive to a romantic partner. You can also experience this kind of um, connection within your family of origin with a friend or a brief encounter with an acquaintance or sometimes even a friend with benefit. So what are the signs that you're in a karmic relationship? Identifying a karmic relationship is really tricky especially when you're already caught up in one. Besides the characteristics described may um, there are some signs and red flags that may indicate that you're experiencing a karmic connection. First things first, you have this roller coaster of emotions. One of the most common signs of a karmic relationship is the roller coaster of emotions that typically follows a pattern of happiness one day, then misery the next day. It's like one minute y'all in love, you all can't do without each other. He's the absolute love of your life. She's the absolute love of your life. You can die for this person. You can do anything for them. And then the next day. It's like both of you are having a war. You're fighting each other. You're screaming. You're yelling. There are so there, there's a lot of tears. You're breaking up, and then everything is so chaotic. If you're in a karmic tie, it often feels like any minor argument or bump in the road is the end of the world. I understand that all relationships are meant to have their ups and downs, but in a karmic relationship, the rough patches feels like a pervasive weight on your chest, like something so heavy is on you. So moving on, what is the other sign that you're in a karmic relationship? It resembles a codependent relationship. Karmic relationships often look like codependent relationships because they create this dependency. It's like you're dependent on this person. You feel addicted to them, you feel dependent on the relationship, and it makes it very difficult for you or the other person to break it off. 
So even though it's like there are so many red flags that are blinking, red, red, danger, danger, or you hear the alarm bells ringing so loud in your head, you cannot resist the urge to keep staying with this person because it's like you're already addicted to them. You're dependent on them. Another um, another sign that you're in a karmic relationship is that the relationship is one-sided. Karmic relationships are often toxic and one-sided. And this can lead to one person being self-serving and the other person is doing everything in their power to keep them happy. So if you're in a relationship where it feels like you're the one doing everything and you're trying your best to keep the other person happy. And it's like the other person doesn't even care. They're not doing anything to make you happy. They're not doing anything to make you want to stay with them. It's like they're bringing nothing to the table um, to the table and they're not emotionally available then that is a one-sided relationship and it's also a sign of a karmic relationship and finally when you're fearful of how the old relationship will end that means you're in a karmic relationship sometimes it is easier to deal with an unhealthy relationship than face what may happen once it is over In a karmic relationship, you're often fearful of what will happen. You're scared of how things will turn out once it ends. You're already envisioning the end before it even starts. Or when you're you're in the relationship, you're already scared of, oh, how will it end? Um, How will it break my heart? How will this happen? Blah, blah, blah. You're anxious. You're having anxiety attacks because you're wondering and you're fearful about how the relationship will, will end. So the ideology behind the karmic relationship is twofold, and that is to break the circles of bad behavior from past life, lifetimes and also to learn how to heal. In case you're wondering the purpose of a karmic relationship, why do we have karmic relationships? Why do I have to go through them? Well, honey, it is because you have lessons to learn. There are so many bad behaviors from past lifetimes that you need to you know, break. There are so many bad circles you need to break patterns that you need to break out of and also you need to learn how to heal so at the core of all of this the purpose of karmic relationships is to learn and to grow most people believe that karmic relationships are agreements between two spirits to help the other grow before incarnating on earth with the sole purpose of learning something we weren't able to learn in a previous lifetime But with that in mind, karmic relationships are very different from other intense relationships such as the one with a soulmate. Sometimes people even confuse karmic partners with soulmates and they aren't the same. Karmic relationships teach you about the world and others, whereas your soulmate helps you to learn your self-worth. Do you see that difference? A karmic relationship will teach you about the world and others, but a soulmate will help you to learn your self-worth. You feel good, you feel balanced, you feel happy, uh, very happy in a soulmate relationship. But in a karmic relationship, you always feel like something is just not right. Your sixth sense keeps telling you like, something isn't right, something isn't sitting right. But then you can't point exactly what it is. So the purpose of a karmic relationship is to advance the soul forward in this lifetime. The most important thing to know about karmic relationship is that you have chosen to learn this lesson for advancement towards knowing, towards enlightenment, towards understanding. Though the lessons you learn in your karmic relationships may be very difficult, it hurts, it really hurts, and it may cause you 
great pain in the short term, but it will eventually develop your soul and move you towards greater, um, greater peace. But you must also remember that your soul provides calm relationships or experiences for others that you may be unaware of. And sometimes you receive the lesson and sometimes you are the one giving the lesson. So what are the ways that you can work away or how do you work away from a karmic relationship? Since I've already mentioned the signs of a karmic relationship, um, a karmic relationship, I beg your pardon again, and um, you know some of the reasons why we go through a karmic relationship. What are the ways or how do you work away from a karmic relationship? Working away from an unhealthy relationship can be difficult, especially if you're leaving because the partner is abusive, codependent, or just isn't serving you anymore. So ending a relationship, especially a karmic one, is far from easy. You require strength because your strength is what will help you to break away from the kind of intense connection that exists in the victim slash victimizer and codependent dynamic. Even though such circles are destructive, the partners may feel comfortable due to growing up with a distorted definition of love and self-value. And so because of this, support is a very vital factor in making the transition. You need a support system. It could be your friends. It could be your family members. Someone trusted that you talk about and they talk to about your relationship, this toxic relationship. So when you are about to leave that toxic and destructive relationship, you need a support system. Your support system is going to be there for you on days when it gets too hard. The best way to move on from this kind of situation is to recognize the lesson from it. So, how do you recognize the lesson from a karmic relationship? First things first, you focus on you, focus on your self-worth, focus on your self-respect. If your relationship doesn't seem to prosper without you at your best self, then you should act on it. Remember that relationships are born out of conflict. This kind of relationship, the karmic relationships, they are born out of conflict and will most likely end in conflict. They are very, very toxic, very, very unhealthy. So allow yourself to be alone and grow from the experience. Because if you rush too quickly into another romance, you most likely fall into the same karmic pattern. So you don't want to keep falling into unhealthy patterns. You don't want to keep falling into unhealthy situations or karmic relationships over and over again. So allow yourself time to be alone. Allow yourself to learn your lessons. Allow yourself to feel that pain and know the reason that that pain is there and what the pain is trying to teach you. And then you finally grow and bloom from the experience. When you cut the card and learn your lesson, you break through from the karmic bond forever. The good news is you've already experienced the hardships of the relationship, so now it is time for you to learn your mistakes. Try not to draw this from a place of anger or blame, but instead take full responsibility for your actions and the roles that you played in the, re in the relationship to restore balance in your life. Building a healthy relationship is based on healthy communication and this requires that each partner tries to really listen to what the other person has to do, um, has to say. So to do this effectively, you need to, you know, quiet your mind, resist the urge to plan what you're going to say next while the other person is talking. Just listen and communicate effectively. And this is important in case you're trying to have any final words with a um, karmic relationship partner. 
So try to communicate effectively with them if you need to. So the bottom line is, whether it is a romantic relationship or a relationship with a friend or a family member, experiencing a karmic connection with another person is something that you will never ever forget. In fact, the lessons that you learn from these passionate yet volatile relationships are what helps propel you forward as you enter into new healthy partnerships. So that said, if you're being mistreated or if you're unsure of how to escape an unhealthy relationship, it is critical that you reach out and speak to somebody, seek for help, talk to a trusted friend, a family member, or if possible, talk to a therapist. And that is all of our karmic relationships. Thank you for joining me. And this one was really a long one, but I hope you were able to get something out of it. In case you have any questions on karmic relationships, don't forget that you can send me a voice note here and ask a question. Or you can also reach out to me on Twitter at Nessa underscore Solace. And I will have all your answers to you on anything that has to do with karmic relationships. Okay? So here is the end of today's episode once again i want to say thank you so much for sticking with me from the beginning to the very end and if you are listening to this ending part means you are a real one and i really do love and appreciate you wishing you all an amazing week ahead don't forget to keep smiling stay safe and be happy i love you guys